On this episode of the Raising Business Podcast, Susie and I will be asking the question, does your brand have a soul? If, if somebody said about our company or any business we worked with, like, ah, it's all right, I could take it or leave it. Like, to me, that's so offensive because it's just so neutral and unfeeling. Like, I mean, the other thing that this made me sort of think of is like, what sort of risks and, and jobs and things are you willing not to do? Thanks so much for listening, and we hope you enjoy this episode of the Raising a Business Podcast. Hey, Suze. Hey, Trevor. How are you? I'm doing good. Awesome. It's been a while. It has. It's New Year. Yep. Even though it's now February. Yep. And yeah, we, we made it through Christmas and all that stuff and <laughs> uh, didn't uh, fight too much with family. <laughs> no, everyone survived the whole. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're we're kicking off the podcast again. We were uh, a little behind uh, getting out uh, a new episode in January, but we're hopefully back on track now for February moving forward. Absolutely. Yeah. Can't wait. It was a little busy. We launched our new website. Holy cow. That yeah, happened. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Switchback Creative's got a new website. Yeah, that's why I'm like, why didn't we record? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, we we're, you know, kind of busy getting that done and uh, really just wanted to get it out there mm -hmm. uh, to start off 2023. And, you know, uh, sometimes these internal self projects can take forever because they forever. always they take a backseat to, to real work. Yeah. Um, so it was just one of those things where... I was kind of highly motivated just to have it done and get it out there and, mm -hmm. um, you know, have the new chapter of our, our business and website and, and hopefully it, uh, injected some soul into our yeah, business. Yeah. Good one. Uh, Does your there's brand my segue. Have soul. Does your brand have soul is the, yeah. the, the title of this episode. Yeah. I, th I think it's going to be a good one. It seemed like a good topic and kind of a different way of approaching how you can kind of just keep building your your brand and your business and and what does that mean for kind of creating personality and community and all those kinds of things so yeah does your brand have soul yeah so this is kind of more like this is your jam this is your area of what you you love to talk about and deal mm -hmm. with does it have like a personality or does it do well in representing you when you're not in the room kind of thing exactly yeah and and does it feel genuine and authentic and does it feel whole do you know what I mean? Like, that's why I kind of thought the term, you know, does your brand have soul is interesting because it sort of makes you think about it a little bit different where it's like, sure, you've got a logo. Sure, you have a website. But how does all that does kind it have of a life? Yeah. Does it breathe? Does exactly. It, yeah. I like that a lot. And and how can you start to kind of think of it that way where you, you're adding dimension and like interest and and different kind of levels and textures to your to your brand. So it's I don't know, it's kind of maybe a, a fluffy way of of sort of thinking about it. But I just thought it would kind of be an interesting way to approach it when you're thinking about what to add, you know, to your company or maybe what even kind of your next marketing campaign could be is like if your your brand were a person you know, kind of what is its personality, you know, really what is at well, the core? Yeah, I guess it's it's kind of the same as like, you know, if it didn't have really much of a personality, it was just forgettable. Yeah. You know, the second that people aren't, you know, thinking about you or, or need your services, you're easily forgotten. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no personality. There's no fun. Yeah. Or, or whatever your stance is, I guess. So do you need to like 
I guess, understand what your stance is on certain things and like, you know, have, you know, giving back initiatives, like things like that involved in the community? Or is it just like, do you want to just be like a, a fun brand, playful brand? Like, what do you like? What yeah, do you mean? I think How do you grow that? Yeah, I think it's a lot of those things. I think you could start with like really where a lot of people say when you're developing your brand, it starts with your kind of your mission, your vision and your mantra, right? So like what your core purpose is, is you know, why, why you're there, why your business even exists, right? Mm. Like we, we've talked about that lots before in other episodes, but it's kind of, you know, if like, why are you, why is your business on this planet? What is it here to do? What is it here to serve? Like, what's your calling when it comes to kind of your brand of, of why you're putting all the, this effort into it? Um, I think you need to start there because then everything else can kind of flow from that. But if you don't really have a clear, um, super crisp idea of what's, you know, kind of at your core soul, right? Like yeah. at the heart yeah. of it all, you know, kind of what is your brand of heart? It's kind of maybe the same thing as that in terms of, you know, just clarifying your your main purpose of, of why you exist and, and how you're here to serve your community, your customers, your products, your services. It, it's funny you say that because like I might be way off topic here, but it's kind of like, you know, a human being your business is kind of like a human being and, and, and just, you know, having that personality and your, your hobbies and things that you Mm -hmm. like, you know, I think once your basic needs are met, AKA once you're making money or once you're, you know, kind of at that point where your business is going, Mm -hmm. you need, you, you know, just like human, once your basic needs are met, Mm -hmm. then you can start doing things like hobbies and giving back and have more of a personality rather than just, you know, rummaging for, for mushrooms in the forest, (laughs) needing to feed yourself. You can actually make friends. You can, you know, have like a community. Mm -hmm. And and is that kind of like a parallel of what you're talking about with your business? Once, you know, you've set up like, cause you know, it's not all about just making money, but you know, everybody needs to live. Everyone needs to eat. Mm -hmm. You need to have a business that at least, you know, does make money or, you know, you're not going to have a business for very long. Right. But after that, it's developing your own personality Mm -hmm. for your business that people want to interact with and want to be a part of after, yeah, after you've kind of grown and, and, and kind of yeah, I guess that's exactly met those it. basic needs. Yeah, and that well, it, it's making meaning, right? Yeah. Like it's just like just like you're saying. I mean, that's what makes me think is everybody in their lives. You know, you kind of wake up every day, and it's like sure, there's things you have to do, but do you feel like your life has meaning and yeah, purpose, yeah. and you know, people who care about you, and you know, things that you're driven, excited to do? I did not think we'd be talking this deep when, <laughs> it you, is when you said deep. we should record this podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, it makes sense, right? I mean, it can't all just be about you know, making money, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, we've, we've kind of figured that out that like giving back and, and, and creating that personality is, mm-hmm. is far more rewarding than just, you know, chasing the money all the time. Absolutely. Right? Well, and then if you've got really that soul and personality, then you can create that community of people, right? Yeah. Which again, we talk about like building raving fans and how do you have customers that, you know, are brand enthusiasts for you. But again, if you kind of think about it from a different angle of like, well, if you really, you know, stand for something and you have deep meaning in what it is that you're doing, well, then it's a lot easier to gather a group of community of people, a tribe of people around you that are going to be interested in the same things going to want to push and all pull towards the same direction well and i think too i i I think a lot of even just having you know that that raving fans and people in your corner 
that they're also going to help you too if anything you know if you do need the help in your business mm-hmm. right like I, I i'm noticing right now you know with the way you know the economy is going mm-hmm. that there are a lot of peak uh, a lot a lot of um really great um businesses and 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 brands that are actually having their their community rally behind them and kind yes. of you know help them if they they need to help in a difficult situation mm-hmm. if they have a sale going on or it yeah. just feels more I, I i'm trying to think of it as more like organic more like mm-hmm. um people care about the brand before all this happened and now they they want to help them you know get yeah. to that next step right where totally you know um where if you didn't have that personality i think you know it, again it's that easily forgettable mm-hmm. like are, are people even going to know that totally you know something happened you know? yeah well it, it it feels like i think a brand can feel like cardboard otherwise right like you just feel two-dimensional and like yeah why would anybody care about it because you don't really feel real you're not really connected yeah. you know to it so then it's just like you could take it or leave it i guess and to me that's kind of like if, if somebody said about our company or any business we worked with, like, ah, it's all right, I could take it or leave it. Like, to yeah. me, that's so offensive because it's just so neutral and unfeeling. Like, I mean, the other thing that this made me sort of think of is, like, what sort of risks and, and jobs and things are you willing not to do, right? Like, because some of this stuff is as much what you stand for that you will do that you really care about versus the things that you won't do mm-hmm. as a brand or company. It could be for ethical reasons. It could be you're, you know, a sustainable corporation and you want to yeah. make sure that you're only dealing with the right suppliers or it could even just be that that's not really your wheelhouse, right? So what types of jobs and risks are you not willing to take or things you're not, you know, kind of the, mm. the flip side of it too, because the, again, if you're thinking about, uh, you know, values and purpose with that, you know, those strong beliefs becomes things that, that you're not interested in doing or you don't want to compromise on. And I think maybe business owners sometimes are always so busy about trying to figure out how to gather as many clients and as much money as possible that you kind of don't think of the flip side in terms of that quality, right? Like we always talk about it's quality, not quantity of clients, right? Like the, like you're saying, the better the quality of the people that you work with or that are in your community, when you need someone to rally and try, they'll probably buy twice as much from you versus somebody who could kind of take it or leave it. Well, it's definitely, yeah, the, the old saying too, you know, 10% of your clients take up 90% of your time. Right. Definitely. So, you know, you want to you really want that quality of, of clients mm-hmm. that that um, like really believe in, in what you're doing that don't need to be, you know, I guess sold on it every. Yes. You know, or, or convinced, mm-hmm. like you know, like they've they've already watched you. They've come along for the ride and they've they're the raving fans. They've bought into it and mm-hmm. then they want to be a part of what you're doing. Right. Right. So I guess I'm like. You know, for anyone out there that's listening, let's say they 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 have a, a business brand doing well, their basic needs are being met, they're they're fine. What would you say are some you know good you know first steps or easy wins to kind of developing a company's soul mm-hmm. to give them more of a more of a presence, more of a personality? What, what do you have any ideas for quick? Yeah, well, I think two two questions to ask yourself that you should be able to answer really quickly, and if not, are worth spending some time on are like if if your company or brand never existed the world would be worse off because why right so that question so if if your blank company didn't exist the world would be a a worse off place because 
you know, and then fill in the blank. So I think that's kind of a good one to start because it starts to get at that core purpose. Mm -hmm. And then I think the the second one that we, we talk lots about is instead of having like a mission or a vision statement, which is really common and kind of confusing and often really cardboard um is is what is your mantra like what do what does your business really stand for what gets you up in the morning um Mm -hmm. and what's something internally that you say to yourself that you always talk to your team about that really if somebody said is at the core of why you so just just explain like the difference between a mantra and a tagline because some Mm -hmm. people might get those confused like so maybe just give a little Absolutely. So a tagline is more kind of an external instructions to like your customers of what you do. Nike, just do it. Exactly. So it's, it's, what do you do with your product or service? You just do it. You go play the sport, you run, you jump, you hike, whatever, and you just do it. But internally, your mantra is something more like Nike's in that example is authentic athletic performance. So everything they do internally is about creating authentic athletic performance experiences. So whether it's, you know, best top products, um, sponsoring athletes to tell their stories, you know, Mm. being kind of internal of like, how do they help people with that sort of experience of authentic, you know, being the best that they can be and finding the best performance gear to help athletes make that happen. Right. So that's what would drive the, you know, everything from the scientists to the, you know, shoe designers and engineers to, you know, the marketing teams of kind of getting up in the morning. And you need to, you need both those sides for your company. You need to know why you exist, but then you also need to know what motivates you. Um, And you need to obviously meet your tagline too. But yeah, in this case, when we're talking about giving yourself kind of more soul, um, another thing that might be helpful too is, Sorry, just, oh, just yeah, before we leave the tagline, does, do businesses nowadays need taglines? Or is that just like a big, huge brand? I think so. I, I think people need to spend time on developing a tagline. Like, there's times even for us when I've thought about, like, do we need more of a tagline? Like, yeah. how like do we... We have an internal mantra. Yeah, and we kind of have a, a tagline, like, you know... Um, yeah. You know your vision, we know storytelling. Yeah, yeah. Right? So that's, that's kind of shows a little bit about what we do and and but i mean taglines can change i think all the time depending on how your business is evolving what kind of products and services you have it just it really needs to resonate with with your customer and be straightforward enough that people actually understand what you do yeah yeah i i like that it's it is it is neat to kind of think of that i just think like you know someone opening up a like say a restaurant i i always try to make Mm. these connections to like businesses that i interact with all the time in my community that i'm surrounded with right does like um you know does like a a a noodle shop need a tagline like would that help i or it kind of does it it pushes them away from every other you know noodle store yeah yeah you know i i think it's that's a really good example because i think some of these things i think it just depends on what even your company name is right like there are noodle places that are actually called the noodle shop or like oodle noodles i think is the name of a shop um and then which case that that pretty much describes exactly what you are but maybe you're called um i don't know long and long and skinny whoa (laughs) (laughs) okay 
<laughs> that is definitely we got to edit that out. We're <laughs> definitely not going. To, uh, okay, uh, um, let's think of a better noodle. How about squiggly wiggly or something like that, rather than <laughs> perfect. Okay. okay, so what if your shop name was um, squiggly wiggly, right? And people needed to understand that you were a noodle shop and not a pet store or something, <laughs> right? So I think being able to say, um, you know, squiggly wiggly noodles in a box done right or something like that right yeah. or like it, it it depends on what your name is to match with your descriptor of, of kind of who you are um so i think taglines are still super important because it can give people extra information right like i was thinking even if it's like a mexican place like maybe you're doing like i don't know mexican thai infused you know, like yeah, yeah. where you're kind of merging, like what's your perspective on it? So you also, you want it to be really informative. I mean, the last thing you want is somebody to come expecting Mexican food, but really they get, you know, a whole bunch of noodles, right? Yeah. Like you, you want to be clear about those types of things. Yeah. You know, um, from the world I used to, uh, to work in, uh, I always found that like um, trades companies had like taglines all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Like, I just remember always seeing them. Like, they're always on, like, their, their work van or their work trucks. Oh, yeah. You know, like, uh, um, Trotter and Morton uh, was uh, the build and beyond. And, right. Uh, there was uh, another company was, like, your comfort craftsman. Right. Uh, qualities in our name. Like, I always find, like, builders and, and trades yeah. uh, always were really good with having, like, these kind of catchy mm-hmm. uh, taglines to, to kind of... I guess maybe build that personality out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, right? and try to differentiate themselves and tell people what their perspective is. I think it yeah, taglines is an interesting one. Maybe we should do a whole podcast just on that too. But I mean, your the difference between yeah, you're like you're saying we're going back to your tagline versus your mantras. Your mantra is really what gets you up in the gets morning. Gets you going, yeah. 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 Uh, well it's for your internal yourself and your team. It's what yes. you tell yourself. You know, it's that war cry in the mirror before you go to exactly, work. Exactly. <laughs> totally. The, the, to the battle stations yeah, kind of, you yeah. know, and, and what you're always talking about in team meetings or culture building or, you know, when you go on retreats or whatever it is that you're kind of. It's a jumping off point that keeps everybody on the same page. Exactly. And, and, and reminds everybody why we do it. Mm-hmm. Right. So Totally. And it might evolve and change over time, too. I think sometimes we set it and forget it when it comes to these things is you do this exercise once, you know, and then five years goes by and you realize you really should. Is that still relevant? Does it still excite me? I think more than anything, when it comes to even mantras, like your core purpose probably won't change as a company. But I think sometimes you need to find a new interesting way of saying it. Right. That just motivates you a little Has bit more. Bigger brands ever changed their taglines? Probably not their taglines, but their I think so. I actually, I think it's something that is done fairly often. Like because I I think it wears off. Like if you, if you're a big brand, you're doing lots of marketing and advertising. I mean, you kind of like Nike's just do it as a bad example in that they've had that one for so long, but they've had a million others in between. Have they? I think so. Yeah. If you, if you look up and see in their ads, it, I don't think it always just says just do it, but okay. I, I oh, no, I hey, listen, I, I trust you when you, you say that I just, uh, for as long as I've been alive, I, I always think it was like, I remembered Nike just do it, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think they've always had it, but I think it doesn't mean that they don't have different campaigns. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. That oh, sometimes sure. you have yeah. different campaigns yeah. and, and different little messages that you're trying to highlight kind of a different feature and and maybe just do it doesn't always kind of, you know, encircle that. So I, I think it's something that 
does need to be updated and changed, but I think that's an area. Um, we should do a com- uh, competition on. one of these days on the podcast where I'll just read out the tagline and you tell me the brand. Ooh, that would be really yeah. good. Like I'm loving it. Uh, Ar- Arby's? Oh, oh McDonald's. <laughs> sorry. I was thinking of Arby's earlier because it's like different. Isn't it like me- we've, we've got, got the, the meats? meats? Yeah. <laughs> Right. Uh, yeah. So it's a little bit. Actually, different. I'm a sucker for commercials. Like you are. I, I'm the one who cries in commercials in you're between the, shows. Well, you're like the jingle um, master. So yeah, I, I maybe uh, you could quiz me on taglines because oh, they're probably all great. in my brain and I don't even know it. Uh, but that's again, that's creating that that um, you know that soul uh, that you're talking about of of you're thinking about your brand without actually being in the room. Mm-hmm. I mean to rec- like to. To, to question whether it works or not, you know, just to say a, a company's tagline and you know the company, well, right there tells you it works. Right. Right. It works yeah. on some level that Absolutely. I can I can name off, you know, 10, 15 different taglines mm-hmm. and, and you could probably with a good percentage, 90 percent plus, tell me what brand I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Right. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, we should do that. That would be really interesting. Kind of a fun little like uh, um, quiz to, mm-hmm. to do on a podcast one time of just you know, testing each other's knowledge on taglines or... Absolutely. Yeah, I think that would be really fun. We have a board game called... uh, um, uh, Brands. Brands, I think it's just Brands of the World We live it. We live brands. That's like our life. Even when we're (laughs) we're playing board games, it's all about branding. We're studying, yeah. But it's it's a board game and like uh, the questions I think are all about that, Mm -hmm. like taglines and like... I think I always win. Yeah. You and I always (laughs) play the family. They'll show like the brand colors and or they'll show like the outline of the logo and you just have to get... uh, We should dig that up. We should. Find out what that's all about again. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think... I think it's been a while since we've played it. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, nerd alert. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think think that's great. The... Yeah, just maybe the last thing that I kind of touched on before that I think would be worth thinking about when you're you're thinking about captivating kind of the soul of your brand is thinking about like just the risks that you're willing to take as your brand. Like if your brand were more of a person and you have things that you really stand for, what are the the risks and things that you're willing to, the chances, maybe not risk is maybe a bad word, but um, the chances you're willing to take to kind of show that personality or mm-hmm. put out there what it is that, you know, kind of you stand for or who you're willing to help or the lengths you're willing to go, right? Like I think that kind of, um, that kind of perspective would be a really fun thing to explore as a company and think about what what risks and, and challenges are we willing to take as a company. So I'm just, I, you know, thinking again for people out there starting out um and they've they've got a a business a brand that that's doing really well um they've got their tagline they've got their internal mantra Mm -hmm. um do you have any other thoughts or ideas on like things that they could do or uh i guess you know areas that they can push into that can help really develop this like i know you were talking about um you know finding risks that they're not willing to take or Mm -hmm. risks that they're willing to take. But is there like, do you look at this as, as like when you're starting out small, like it's easy when you're talking about, you know, Nike or McDonald's, you know, they, they've got 
billions of dollars behind them yeah, to and do years. ad campaigns and they've got yeah. teams of of marketing gurus in a room that are coming up with these ideas <laughs> to develop that personality but what can like the the average business entrepreneur mm-hmm. kind of do on their own to help build that personality is it is it just you know taking pretty pictures and putting it on instagram of what you you know things you like to do or things mm. you know your team working together uh right. you know uh, is it is it solely giving back to the community at the start like just doing your own initiatives and having people meet you to kind of build that like you know or is it like all of the above it is all of that it's taking pictures it's it's documenting this thing uh, this stuff it's interacting you know on social media it's you know um it's giving back it's mm-hmm. you know creating these initiatives like I'm just again not not to to keep going back to the same example, but that that restaurant, you know, right? You know, other than you know having really amazing food and 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 you know having great atmosphere, what more can they do to create that personality? Do you, mm-hmm. do you think? Do you have any? Yeah, something else that maybe kind of came to mind as as you were talking is really fleshing out your brand like tone and personality in Mm. terms of what sort of trait. So like if you actually did think about your brand as being a real, real person, what type of personality traits does your brand have, right? What are your brand's preferences? Snobby. (laughs) Totally. What kind of clothes would it wear? What kind of um, language does it use? You know, is it more slang? Is it really formal? Is it really dressy? Are you really casual? Like if you think about all those things and actually thought about your brand more, as being a whole person, then then what do all those things like? How what would that person look like? And can you create almost like a, a whole personality profile of you know kind of the the ways that would argue you know argue the type of personality traits? Like, have you ever done those personality um, qu- like quizzes to kind of see what you know whether you're like intuitive or yeah, yeah. thinking or rational or, you know, well that, I think that would be easy to apply to a brand. Like I can think about any company we've worked with and if they didn't already have this established and I just had said, you know, okay, find 10 photos of, of, you know, kind of what would embody this brand as a person, you know, what kinds of, you know, clothes they wear, hobbies they have, interests, you know, any of that, then it's, I think it starts to come through. And then going back to your restaurant example. So once you kind of have all those things figured out, you think, okay, well, does the restaurant really reflect this? Like if you're really snobby top end, say you're like the highest end noodle shop, you know, in the world, like high end noodles. Well, and if you're a tux kind of guy, well then do you have tablecloths on there? Do you have black and white decor? Do you have like a, a way to, you know, slurp up the noodle juice when it's on your face? <laughs> like, you know, like how do you have little white, you know, like um, hot towels for people to wash their faces off with? Like there's ways that I think you could elevate that personality to really bring it out. <laughs> I, think, I think next podcast we do, yeah. we really need to like flush out these examples a little more. Because like the thought of like, slurping up noodle juice is just you know so not good. on brand with what we're talking about <laughs> yeah so i i was just thinking that's kind of a helpful way to help give you some more cues of ways you can inject more soul into your brand right the more that you understand and all the little touches right like we've even said you know because we talk about storytelling um and you know why that sort of is important to us and and we believe in that so when we first started our company the gifts that we gave out yeah where we gave we gave the show wine so it was a brand of wine called the show 
And we did it because it was a wine that meant a lot to us that we had even when we first started dating and had it at our wedding and like kind of had a whole story behind it. So then we thought that was kind of important and helpful to share then with clients, right? And we kind of gave them the suggestion of, you know, like, this is your show, this is your your story, um, you know, and kind of enjoy this. And when you open it, you know, yeah. and kind of say cheers and write, you know, whatever maybe the milestone is or something of, of what you completed, you know, when you had it. So, yeah, so I just grabbed something because it just as you were talking, it reminded me we did get um, these box sleeves. So we put them in wood boxes and we've got these little sleeves and it says, um, let's pause, fist bump and high five to celebrate. To celebrate your journey along this trail, we want to give you the chance to take a moment and raise a glass. With great passion comes great partnerships. We're so grateful for partners like you. Cheers. So then it's something that we kind of included you know, as part of it too. So just a way to kind of continue that whole storytelling idea and journey. And it's thinking of a million little things like that, that are really simple to do, but still just start to perpetuate more of your brand. Yeah. And personality. Really cool. I really enjoyed uh, doing these, these gift baskets. I think they were really kind of cool mm-hmm. or, or the, the gift of wine in the box mm-hmm. the boxes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, so hopefully that's helpful um, and kind of gives you some ideas on how to give your brand some soul. And if you have ideas, we would love to hear from you guys and hear what um, maybe things you've tried or what things you thought of or other great examples you have of how a brand has soul or what things you're playing with for yourself. Or what it means, yeah, what it means to you Yeah, for a brand to have soul. Totally. Um, yeah, and if you have any like quick, easy things that you do that kind of develop that for your company or that you found really works. Mm -hmm. Um, There's, there's so many, you know, great ideas out there that can help with this. So yeah, the more we share, the more we help everyone out. Absolutely. That would be so fun. And isn't that good for the soul? It is good for the soul. (laughs) Love it. Way to stay on, on brand. (laughs) On brand. Yes. On point and on brand. When you were talking about tone and personality and, and what, does a um, like um, you know the look and the feel everywhere in your brand? That's also part of like um, your brand guidelines too that you yes. get put together. Definitely. It's not just your colors and your fonts, but it's also the tone, look, and feel that everything that you you do marketing campaign, uh, website, letterhead, all has to fit within this brand guideline. So mm-hmm. everybody should have or be continually working on their brand guidelines and they should have it there so that, you know, you don't always have to continually tell somebody about it. You can just hand them this and they know what your, your brand is about and Mm -hmm. and how to create something. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have a brand guideline, um, yeah, start working on one, get one. Um, hundred percent. It's so important. I think it, it, people underestimate the power and direction that it can help you have as a company and as a great onboarding tool, right? I mean, if you have all your key messages in there, all your personality, your vision, your mantras, right? Then it's like your company's Bible. 
Yes, the, yeah. it is. Uh, totally. It's it's the values yeah. of what everything you stand for, right? Yeah. So, I mean, being able to in, have that all in one place is that people think they know it or they're like, oh, it's on our website. No, it's not the same. You need a digital and a physical copy of something that basically embodies all the characteristics you know, of who you are. You know, we should talk about this. This is this might be like a continuation, like part two of this episode. Okay. And it just kind of morphed from the, the soul of your company to like the actual bits that you need. Right. And what I mean by that is like everybody should have like certain things in their company that they should know exactly where they are and how to get them. Mm. And what I'm talking about is like, Basic stuff from like all your passwords to yeah. your domain name, to your login, to mm -hmm. your brand guidelines, to all the versions of your logos. I can't tell you how many meetings we go into and people have no idea where their logo is or, mm -hmm. or which one they're using or their fonts or their colors or like, you know, we're talking about developing, you know, your brand guidelines and your guideline book and all this stuff. And like people don't even have their passwords or know where their IT logins mm -hmm. are or anything like that. And yeah. I think like it would be really kind of helpful if we kind of just aggregated all the stuff that like, you know, you need. Like this is all kind of like sounds like very like the, the happy fluffy stuff. But like this stuff you need, like you need like all of this, this, this stuff organized and everybody, when I think they think about their business and getting it organized, they just think of like their finances and mm -hmm. they're, they're getting their finances in order. But what about all the other stuff that mm -hmm. is so crucial to your business? You know, that I just think of through this interactions that we have with companies, how often it's like no totally idea, like Google missed. analytics, yeah. logins to their, you know, Facebook bits uh, and bytes. Yeah. That's bytes. That things definitely that they just need don't to have. You should have like, like a Bible, a Bible of yeah. your company. Like if you weren't there tomorrow, mm -hmm. could somebody step in, grab that book and take over right. without missing a beat? Mm -hmm. Look, tone, feel, logos, fonts, domain name totally. it like that is so important and if you're so the person that has it all <laughs> and it's not written down that is not a good system no it's not and i think people think about this when they're thinking succession planning if they're thinking of selling their company yeah, or yeah. but you need to have it every day not just as something that every day because you who know? wants to who wants to be tied that hard to your business where you know you can't just say to somebody hey you know what i'm gonna take a week off Here's the Bible, mm -hmm. you know, totally run with it. Yeah. And, and keep injecting personality into our brand, keep it going the right direction, keep yeah. everything working. Yeah. yeah. That's a really good one. Definitely needs to be our next episode. So I, I think so because yeah. it kind of fits like, you know, just when we were talking about the brand guideline and it, and it fits, you need to have that. You need to have that figured out. You mm -hmm. need to have your soul, Yeah, but you might be missing that really basic step of, where are you putting all this stuff? Yeah, totally. Who has access to it? Mm -hmm. You know, do you, like, does your IT company have your domain name? Do you even know what a domain name is? Do you, <laughs> yeah, you do know, you know like, what we're talking do about? You know, yeah, yeah and, and those are the things that, like, we run into all the time. And yeah. it's, it's I, I get, like, almost panicky for companies when they're like, mm -hmm. oh, I have no idea. Social media accounts, Social, who manages them, like, 100%. even Facebook business pages, yeah. like, yeah. All the time, people are, you know, have no idea who owns them, who runs them, who, you know. Sorry, I went like right out no, of the field. But, but it just important. got me thinking when we were talking about the brand 
uh, style guide book mm-hmm. and that Bible, yeah. it just got me thinking like, yeah, you should have this, this whole look and feel and everything. Like you almost don't want to be the person that has all that information locked away. Mm-hmm. You know, it needs to be out there for your team. So maybe that, maybe we do that. We go right into part two of this. Uh, and, and that's kind of what we talk about because, uh, this is the nice, uh, happy stuff, the soul stuff, the stuff that everyone could be working on. Mm-hmm. But I panic and worry about the logical, you know, passwords and where's the location, yeah. all this stuff, because it, that, that gets me thinking like it all goes together. It does. And, and it's, it's no different than having your finances in, mm-hmm. in complete order. Um, you need to have everything else just kind of locked away. Definitely. Know? Or not locked away, but in a, in a spot. Gathered. Where, it gathered, needs to be all gathered. together. So and- when someone asks you for something, if you do a marketing campaign, if you're doing an Instagram campaign, if someone says, well, what are, what are the fonts? What are the colors? I'm, what are my look and tone? You just, here's the book. Yeah. Here's the book. Exactly. And, just plunk it down. Here's my on personality in a book. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the in-depth personality test of your love language mixed with your, <laughs> your personality test mixed with your, you know, address book kind of thing. Like everything all in one. That's perfect. Well, we've got our next episode and that will be coming soon then too. Cause that's perfect. Yeah. So brand soul personality and all the bits and bites bits and bites coming soon yeah coming soon well yeah this was a lot of fun thank you for uh you know taking me on the journey of developing a soul (laughs) of course loved it bye (laughs) is that i don't know i never know how you're ending things bye (laughs) Uh, no thanks a lot and uh yeah tune in uh, next time thanks guys okay bye bye This has been the Raising a Business podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Head on over to raisingabusiness.com for a full archive of our show. And don't forget to like or subscribe or leave a review if you really like the show. Thanks again and we'll see you next time.